you have me? Okay. You are listening. You are listening. You have unlocked more intel. Paul Cook Talks. Podcast. He does other things, too. Hey, hey, it's time for a very important question. We're jumping right in. You're probably going to ask yourself this question if you haven't already within the next week. It was presented to me by my wife on the couch while on vacation in Naples. Crazy happenings on that vacation and how it came to be in another podcast. Don't forget to ask. But she looked over after sunburn. We were all sitting there and said, Are we ready for Sweet Tooth? What? Sweet Tooth on Netflix. You have to have seen the promo for that. Uh, A hybrid puppy dog baby. And it's right there at the top. It's number four in the country today. Oh, well, then we better see it. We've watched so many different things. It's It makes me laugh that all the things promoted on Netflix are becoming part of our you know, consciousness. People talk about them. And Sweet Tooth is the one right now. We did agree we we're ready for Sweet Tooth with the girls. Began watching. Three nights later, after uh, I think eight episodes, we finished Sweet Tooth. I will not spoiler alert you except for to say we had a lot of laughs and usually not at things that were intended to be funny. But it was entertaining. Are you ready for Sweet Tooth? Who knows what ridiculousness will be promoted next on Netflix. But hey, if it makes the top 10, it's I got to spend some time on it. That's just it. Okay, I'm excited. We have some guests that I'm finally confirming to come on the Paul Cook Talks podcast. We're going to get lots of great skinny from Y98, former personality Tim Convey. We'll go back and forth about happenings in 2021, which should be uh, inspiring and informative. Same story with my former TV buddy, from the Cooker Report, Virginia Kerr, a verbal confirmation from her, and Sergeant Burgoon. I mentioned him in another podcast. Pretty famous homicide cop, St. Louis City, who is listed in magazines and even national articles as the main investigator for a famous Jane Doe case where a girl was found north city and she was headless and it looked like a woman but it ended up being a child i mean this is horrible horrible stuff they still are yet to know who this is and they've tried to get on you know america's most wanted all of that maybe maybe with our little show we can shine a little light on it and one person hears one thing that brings some light that's really the goal of paul cook talks podcast light shining light on maybe an illness that people have that needs to be known about a crime that needs a solution of light or maybe a little light humor and fun that's really what i'm about but i talked to sarge and we're going to be doing the podcast next week 
can't wait for you to hear about that. But there's another famous St. Louis murder that you won't believe. I don't believe. I couldn't believe when I was talking to him about it. He's such a neat guy. And it's the Ellen Dueling murder. A double murder of Ellen and Gary Constellino in South City where they were on a date. He's 20. She's 18. Two great kids. Great families. The dad walks outside and they've both been shot in the head. I mean, just brutal horribleness. And after talking to Sarge, I realized this happened right in front of my house where I lived with my daughters for the past 15 years, except for it happened in 1980. I mean, just it is haunting. So I want to bring a little light. He says there's still work to be done, and that's why he's going to do the interview. So I can't wait. His brother is a famous priest from St. Louis Hills, St. Gabriel's. Father Burgoon, a lot of people talk uh, about him. As an incredibly inspiring and, and generous father. So we're going to talk details about those cases. You will not want to miss it, so look for the promotion of that. Uh, I'll let you know when it comes out on Anchor or any of the other five podcast platforms. I promised that these podcasts, unless it was a really compelling interview, would not be longer than 15 minutes. So I want to stick to that with my thought of the day. I wanted to talk about our nervous system. Isn't that exciting? Let's talk about the human nerve. He, he went from Chrissy Teigen to now the nervous system. Well, but really, I've studied it for a while to try to get a gauge on my own anxiety that would just fly off the handle, you know, uh, for no reason. Start, you know, trembling. This this is something in later life I was dealing with. And I know anxiety is uh, just paramount right now as we come through the most anxious time in our country's history, the world's history. I'm sure there were maybe bigger things, but Nothing more anxious than, are you going to get the plague, the worldwide plague, and we're coming through it. But a lot of people, once that bell is rung, are still dealing with anxiety. And they've just replaced the what gives the anxiety with something else. Is it getting back to work? Is it a marriage, an addiction? Anyway, I'm very motivated to find out about what causes it and and a lot of it is in our nervous system a lot of anxiety is trauma related so it's like we are an interesting and beautiful animal aren't we a little animal i i kind of boiled it down that the the human organism is wired for two things wired for two things freedom and survival those two things and too often they are in conflict with each other freedom i want to be free i want to do what i want and your human organism is interested in survival which is a huge element of dr stephen porges's polyvagal theory which is incredible about how to fight anxiety and many times when we're dealing with emotions we don't like that cause us to self-medicate, another huge thing during pandemic 
it's when freedom and survival are in conflict of each other. The freedom impulse, the survival impulse. This is just my thinking here, but survival can be too protective, right? It kind of takes over. Like, I need to remember this. Make sure you remember this because you don't want to get burned and not survive. Like, repeatable thoughts, retelling yourself, obsessing over the injury, what he did to me over and over again. So many marriages fail because of the list keeping, right? And one thing happened one time. I'm not saying infidelity, but just something. And you're constantly dealing with it, thinking about it, hearing about it. A friend of mine, John Pugh, taught me that resent. So I resent you for doing something, right? That's why I have these repeatable thoughts. Zent is feel, re-feel, re-feel. So we just keep re-feeling the one injury over and over and over again. And our bodies don't know. Our nervous system many times gets just as fired up, sweaty, and angry as having it happen the first time. Sometimes even more. Isn't that crazy? And I think part of that is a survival instinct. I'm no therapist, counselor, psychiatrist. Just my layman's theory, I, I, when I know I'm not taking a risk I should or not getting out of my uh, comfort zone, I'm trying to survive and protect myself, right? But I need to get out of that when I can. And there's the freedom instinct and independence in us. We all want to be free of uh, an illness, an addiction, financially free, free of a job that doesn't work. Freedom, always fighting with survival, right? You can't leave the job to be free because you got to survive. And I think we can train our nervous system to be better with this, to not be in conflict. And I've heard it said, having a flexible nervous system, dealing with life in a little looser way, certainly having fun. Those two things get better. Freedom, survival, when you have some fun. And your nervous system starts to go with you and become a thing that works with you and not a hindrance. So those are my thoughts. I need to learn to manage my nervous system and to kind of synchronize the freedom survival instinct and regulate. I've heard people talk about self-regulation and co-regulation. We need that, bouncing it off of someone. But until that happens, I think our nervous systems get us way out of balance and then throw in trauma or betrayal. Talk about re-feeling those things cause a real disruption in our nervous system. And as many people talk about, our limbic system, which handles the uh, emotions. If we can get those things managed, when I feel the best about those two things, I feel like I'm in flow. That's where flow happens. And I'm not talking about the waitress on Alice. Real flow with a W. So I hope something from that stuck with you a little bit. And just know, most of all, every single thing I just said, I learned from Netflix and Sweet Tooth.